What's going on, family? Welcome back to another episode of the Millennial Gems Podcast. I am your host, K-I-L-L-A, and today, another special guest with us. Um, this gentleman, I've known since my college days. Um, this man is like very multifaceted, man. Like he got his own record label. He's a he's in the real estate. He's a hooper. Um, God, man, I feel like you just do so much. To be honest, bro, <laughs> I feel like you got like you got a full plate. Like you do every damn thing. Yeah, I'm a. They say I'm a jack of all trades. That's what they be saying. <laughs> facts, facts. All right. Um. So what I want to ask to start off this conversation, um, actually first, let me introduce you guys to my guy, Reek, or I call him Reek. Many may just call him Tariq, or you want to call him by, what's the name? Rico Suave, right? Yes, sir. Right, 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 right. So if you know him by Rico Suave, this is the one, the man, the myth, the legend here in the flesh. Yes, sir. <laughs> I appreciate you for having me, bro. Absolutely. Thank you for coming, brother. Um, so as I was about to say, um, so I like to start off every conversation by asking all of my guests, you know, how they, they've been feeling for maybe say over like the past like 30 days, or maybe if you want to just describe maybe like the past like six months, but on a scale of one to 10, how have you been feeling physically, mentally, and you know, just like, you know, your brand wise, like business wise, you know, 10 being the absolute best, one being the absolute worst. How have you been feeling as of? Um, like I'm really glad once again that you have me on this podcast. This is a great time for me right now to definitely like share what I got going on and what I've been doing because I've been doing a lot. So like, like the past sixty days, like I got the calendar right here, so I could easily tell you what I've been doing. I keep track of everything I do on my calendar. Um. Like, I work at a school. I work at a charter school in Dorchester. So, like, I've been basically being, like, an assistant teacher over there. Um, and they just hired me uh, to be a coach for basketball, too. So, I'm helping out with, like, varsity and JV. So, that's been, like, the past 30 days. I've basically been just going to work at the school, helping out during the day, being an assistant teacher, helping out, like, with subbing. And then in the afternoon, I will be coaching. Like, we, we did tryouts, like, right after Thanksgiving right today's the day after christmas so that's like the past 30 days the past 60 days that's when i was really just going hard with real estate and working so like i really been busy working bro um i haven't been able to do as much of my business so in terms of my business um thing for records i've been like really uh falling back as an artist and trying to step more into the uh realm of being a mogul and like more of a label head type vibe with the, because you know, okay. so I've been like really working with like the artists that I got. Um, basically, they're not signed, but they're basically with the label, um, like Buff to God, Hobby Global, um, okay. Juice God, and I got another artist, Bagel. I'm trying to get like a female artist, um, with the team, but I've been kind of like build connections in um other cities like New York, Miami, Cali. Like you know, I'm plugged in with Daylight. So like or, that's oh. yeah yeah we go we go, we gonna talk about that yeah. we gonna, gonna get into that yeah so I've been really just kind of following I then I've been doing the podcast uh the behind the aesthetics podcast oh yes that's right see and that see I tell you I'm telling y'all man this man do everything yeah. like he got his hand and damn near everything man I forgot that he do the podcast yeah, too exactly it's like and then I've been trying to hoop I've been having still guys you know I've been in a couple of leagues. 
trying to keep myself active and coaching helps a lot because it's like mentally I'm locked in. So right. that's like the past 60 days of my what my personal life was looking like was in like a mixture of what I'm at, where I'm at business-wise. Then the Battle League, um, I haven't really been able to do too much with that, but I'm, I'm plotting my next move, my next event with the Battle League because when I was started the Battle League, it was during COVID and um, I had to do the small room small room vibe mm. and it was successful because it was small room and it was COVID. So it's like right. the fact niggas even had an event, it was like successful. It was like, you know, but um, people showed up to an event. It wasn't like no one showed up though. So niggas was there, but I want to do like a big one with people there. I got to figure it out which space I'm going to use, when I'm going to do it. So I'm still, I'm still trying to, I'm still trying to plot the battle. So it's just a lot, bro. Yeah, no, we gonna we gonna we gonna tap into each one of those facets there, right? Because like I said, I I I want to know what you got going on for twenty twenty three. So like, um, we gonna take it, you know, bit by bit. I got you, bro. But um, but first, you know, for those who are just tapping in for either the first time or if you've been with me the past few episodes, you know that this is a self improvement podcast. So, you know, how do you go about getting one percent better every day? Like, what tactics, what routines, what resources are you using? You know. To help yourself, you know, push yourself forward every day. Like I said, like I use the calendar, bro. I have a whiteboard in my bedroom, and I basically set. I keep track of all my short term, mid term, and long term goals. Like every, I basically have a whiteboard where I put my my main goals on the board, and I basically get reminded every day just by seeing that on my board. That's something I've been doing since I was younger, and that keeps me locked in. That keeps me always focused on the next thing. That's why I'm always moving and grooving. Because once I achieve a goal, all I do. I check off the box and I probably like for self-satisfaction, I'll leave it checked on the board for like a day or two, but then I erase that shit and I put the next thing. Right. So I don't even like celebrate myself enough. People say like, I'm very hard on myself. Cause I just keep going constantly. Like, like when I was trying to do the real estate thing, when I was studying to do that, like once I got that shit, like I immediately like got rid of that. And now the next thing on my board is like to invest in real estate or to be able to, to make right. money. It's like, I immediately get mentally tapped in and focused on to the next thing. And I get so caught up in that. I get so caught up in that shit still be coming up just from shit that I be doing. Like, like I'll get a promotion <laughs> at my job. Like I'll be so focused on this real estate stuff. I'll be focused on like basketball, like trying to go back overseas trying to play pro or i'll be focused on things for records and then i'll get like a promotion at my job like my regular day job it'd be little stuff like that like stuff will just come up opportunities so that's really how it'd be happening bro like um like i said i use a calendar i keep track of everything like every day i have like i know what my agenda is like i basically like create my an agenda for myself like how we used to do when we was little kids in school like every day mm -hmm. I, like today's monday i know what i'm doing today like, I know I'm doing, I'm planning for us to do this podcast interview after I know what I'm doing now in the afternoon, and I know what I plan for the night. And I know what I'm doing tomorrow. Right, right. Like, I already know. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, you know what I mean? Gratefully, I'm on vacation from my job right now because holidays, but usually it's like work in the day, afternoon, I have something, and after that, I got something. And then I got to figure out time to go to the gym or play basketball. And I got to clean up. Like, I have like a tight schedule. Uh, I to be honest, I I'm literally almost the same exact way. I literally have a planner and I have each hour of my day blocked right. out with doing something. Even if, even if it's just like a 30 minute like 
nap time or so like i'll, I'll exactly. put that in there too but like right. I, I, I make sure every hour of my planner is filled out with something right i am always on the go like i try not you know i don't have, i don't work regular hours no regular 40 hour weeks like how most people do like i'm you know just part-time right now coaching so i have a lot of like you know downtime during like my days and stuff like that but i make sure that i'm staying active doing something i'm always mm-hmm. doing something you know some type of product productivity work yeah that's like the that's main great thing. man that's great my guy yeah man that's it that's i'm just always like i just like you said i don't really have too much like when i down when i downtime i make sure i fill it up with something that's it. Like I take it. I try to take advantage of all my hours. Like you get twenty four hours in a day. I probably sleep. I probably sleep for like five or six hours. So I got like eight, 17, 18 hours in a day. I really, I really try to maximize that shit. Absolutely. Like every trip. One of the greatest gems. One of the greatest gems I love to hear is maximizing the day. Yeah, bro. That's that's like my main thing, bro. Like, because when you got work, you work like eight hours. So like that takes up you know a lot of time. For me, like I still, I still work, and then I really only be left with maybe ten hours or however many hours, and then I make sure, like obviously, you gotta have some time to yourself to just chill and watch TV right. or clean up, take a shower. But then I get left with like however many hours, and then I'll be working. That'll be that'll be job number two and job number three, bro. Every day, I, like I got a couple other jobs. Like I got a couple other jobs that I'm not even working right now. Like, just because I'm working other jobs. Like, just really getting mad busy, bro. Building up my credit and shit. That's why I said it's a good time to catch me for a podcast, bro, because I got mad shit, bro. Like, I got some, I got mad plans for 23, <laughs> for 23, bro. Oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry. Don't, 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 don't share it just yet. Don't worry. I got, <laughs> I got, I got a part of my sh- podcast where you can, where you can express all of that to me. Yeah, bro. Um, but, all right. So, Wow. All right, so we got a we got a lot to unpack here. Pause, but uh, <laughs> yo, um, let's first start with with basketball, bro, because I know that's kind of something, you know. I've that's that's mainly what I've kind of met you first, kind of, like when I first met you, like kind of that's what I know you for was just being the ball player. Like I didn't know you had like a thing with like music or if you had like any like aspirations with like the real estate. So kind of talk to me about like, you know when you started playing basketball and kind of like what, like, are like your, your future plans with it now. Cause I know you definitely, like you said, you tried to like go, you know, you, I don't know if you have one overseas, but I know you like wanted to like go overseas or try to go out, you know, like pro and stuff like that. So kind of just talk to me about like your journey, you know, up until now. Um, yeah, man, basically, obviously I played in high school, I played in college and I played a little bit of pro. In terms of overseas, I went and did a tour. <clears throat> I went and played for like two weeks in El Salvador. And um, mm. it was like a showcase, basically. But they was messing with me, though. They offered me a contract to go back there, but I chose not to go. Because one, it wasn't a lot of money. And two, I ain't going to lie, like, the way this society out there is, it's just like kind of sketchy. Like, I was a little sketched out by, by how things mm. were. I was a little sketched out. I ain't going to lie between the person I was dealing with to go out there and how they how the country like kind of is it's like ran by like the cartel oh, like my like I, I always went number 13 like, I used to like to wear number 13 like 13 and 22 like those mainly were the numbers I would wear like you can't wear number 13 out there because like the MS-13 or whatever the gang is like so it's just a little and they're like dead serious like they was high but 
Like people was really saying stuff to me because I had number thirteen on. Like y'all niggas know. I'm like y'all know damn well. I'm an American out here just hooping. And they're like, oh, we got he got number thirteen. Like I'm like y'all that scared of the cartel. That you can't even. That's so sad. That's like the thirteen's like a like so like so. So what's the significance? It's like a forbidden number. The MS thirteen. The MS thirteen is like the gang that is like running stuff out there. I believe. Like I believe like the cartel and the MS thirteen. They're like kind of like hand in hand. I don't know. If, I don't know if they're the same thing or if the MS thirteen is a part of the cartel or what. But it's like. If you repping thirteen, like people got number thirteen tatted on them, and it's like you know they're part of the MS thirteen, so you know they're part of the cartel. So if you wear number thirteen, like, even if you wear number thirteen, apparently it's like oh, he's repping the cartel. That's how that's like they know I'm not because I still have, I mean, but that was the vibes. That's how scared they are of like the, the gangs, like wow. like everything shuts down at, like nine. Like it's crazy. I'm like bro, I don't know like. That's what I'm saying, bro. I mean, I don't know. But that was that was my little that was my overseas experience. So in terms of like where I'm at now, I basically like I've been working a lot, so I really need to get in better shape. But you know, I've been tapping in with some agencies and some and some teams, and I got some situations I could potentially play at and get back to playing pro. Um, but like I said, I need to get back in shape and uh I'm looking at maybe like either like this winter I'm still busy coaching because now I'm coaching at the high school. Um mm-hmm. and I want to kind of train and do conditioning and get back in shape. And then like my plan right now is for the is I'm aiming for the summertime to probably end up probably get myself in a situation where I'm back in shape, I'm back playing. Cause I'm I'm really like I'm actually good. Like I have plenty of people telling me I got potential and I can play, bro. I keep playing. Oh, I'm believe a- me, bro. I've I've seen you like multiple times. Like even if it wasn't like you know, for like the Salem State games, but just seeing you in like pick up and just like in the gym and like highlights of like other like leagues that I see you doing like outdoors and shit like that. I'm just like, yo, this man is really <laughs> a problem. Like he yeah. can't be reckoned with, man. Like, no, nah, I appreciate that, bro. Really like, a problem. I basically, bro, when it comes to basketball, like I can I can get back and I'm going to get back, you know, playing pro. But the main thing for me right now, because I have so much going on. I really got to be more consistent with like being in the gym. That's why I hit you up. That's why I was like, yo, bro, I need to get back. I need to get back in the gym because like I got the game. I can hit, I can get in the gym and get shots up and do drills. I can do that. But like, I have to really, at this point, I have to get conditioned and I got to get stronger. I need to get my legs and my core stronger, bro. And once I get back to that point, which doesn't take long, I just got to put in the time and be consistent with training and being in the gym. And then I can put myself back, you know, in a position where I'm playing pro, bro. But right now, I'm so busy with real estate and um, coaching and assistant teaching, you know? And then, like, obviously, you know, in the back of my mind, I want to do the, I want to do the real estate and I'm doing the podcast. Like, you feel me? It's like, it's, I have to figure out how I'm going to get that, you know? But I got a plan, bro. Like, the the biggest thing is I got to just keep kind of, I feel like I just need to keep kind of making money doing what I'm doing so that way I can get a cushion so like you know, I get breaks off. Like right now, I'm on vacation from my job. In the summertime, I get vacation. So it's like I'm gonna figure it out. I'm gonna try to finesse it, bro, so I can play pro kind of during my vacations, bro. Okay, okay. Um, just quickly talk to me about um this coaching experience. Like, uh, what are you learning? You know, and like, how are you? 
like what are you teaching you know these young men or girls whoever you're coaching like um you know and how you're able to like have like them play ball and like apply it to like you know obviously like life you know as well um like i see the game and i have a certain i have a you know i have a certain perspective towards basketball so like I'm teaching them, you know, basketball, like I'm teaching them like a little bit of mental toughness. I'm teaching them like a little bit of psychology, I'm teaching them self-awareness, um, you know, teaching them the X and O's. But like I'm trying to focus on your question where you're like how it's what translates, you know, to real life, you said. Yeah, you know, like because I feel like, you know, like I've always had like coaches who kind of just coach, but. You know, I don't feel like there has ever been, I've ever had like a coach who's just like applied like the game to like life, to like real life situations. Kind of almost in a way like how Kobe Bryant, you know, like Rick Kobe Bryant was kind of doing, you know, doing with his girls and like kind of like how he was teaching the game, you know, like he applied, you know, basketball to life, you know, he was doing it through like the books and, you know, like the detail and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. You know, I'm just wondering, like, are you, like, if you're that, like, that type of, like, coach? Right. Yeah, like, I don't know. I wouldn't say I'm that type of coach, even though I definitely value those same things. But mm-hmm. uh, it's just, it's interesting, like, how I go about coaching. I just kind of, like, I let the players be creative with it and have fun with it. I mainly tell them what they do wrong. Um, I, I give them I give them all the tools to be successful. It's interesting, bro. It's definitely interesting to, like, kind of explain my approach, bro. I ain't gonna lie. But it's more like, I, it's like I reward, you know, it's like a reward system. Like, I reward good basketball. Like, right. I, I just, I, like, I just basically teach them right from wrong through the game, I would say. Um, I, I make sure they support their teammates. But, like, I don't know. It's high school kids. It's, it's, it's hard to explain, bro. I ain't gonna lie. It's hard to explain. Like, well, for it, like, for instance, we just had the varsity team just lost a game the other day, and I don't know what was going on mentally. They was out of it, and it's like there was only four players. I was I was able to shake their hands. So I went to four players. I shook their hands, and everyone else, I told them basically I couldn't shake their hand, like <laughs> because they really, they didn't come to play. I'm like, you guys gotta admit, I made them take accountability. Like, it's little stuff like that. Like, I was like, you guys okay. need to. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, this kid, this kid, this kid. I'm like, I could shake these guys' hands because they came to play. I'm like, but we lost this game because of you guys mentally. You guys not being. I'm like, you guys gotta admit that, bro. Like, you guys not come here to play basketball. Like, they're on school break. I don't know what it is, bro. But mentally, they didn't come to play, bro. And I, t- I basically, I told them I wasn't shaking their. I wasn't gonna shake their hand. And they need to admit that they didn't come to play. And they basically owe these kids an apology. So it's like that's how I taught them the accountability. And then I held it in and I was like, I came at it, I roasted everybody for every little thing they did, like this past week, if they missed practice or whatever. I kind of just roasted everyone. I'm like, we got guys doing this, we got guys doing that. And it was like, it hurt some of them, but at the same time, that was how I that was my way. <laughs> that was my way of showing them, like, bro. I mean, sometimes that's what you, you you need to hear it. Like, I'm like, bro, be, you gotta be held accountable for your I'm actions. Like, like, you know, we all a team. I'm know? like, so don't like, be so, and like, and don't be surprised when we lose games. We got guys over here injured or fake injured. We got people falling downstairs and getting hurt. We got people missing practice. Like, 
it's like, so this is my, you know, and this, I feel like that is translating to the real life because in reality, bro, you know how it is in college. Like, you got to be available, bro. You can't, you got to take care of yourself, mm-hmm. bro. You got to be smart, bro, on and off the court. So, yeah. like I said, it's not like a Kobe Bryant thing where it's like a detail and it's like, you know, but it's more like, it's a little extreme. <laughs> I, I think my culture style is actually, <laughs> I think my culture style is actually, it's a little extreme, bro, but I think it's very effective, bro. Hey, I mean, I think as long as the message gets, it's sent and it's and it clicks. It's understood. Then yeah, like, and I think and I, and that's the thing. I probably don't think that culture style is a problem. I probably, just probably just a matter of this. Does it click when I say it? Do yeah. you boys understand what's the good thing that I have going for me is that because they know that I have such a basketball background, I'm such I have a resume and like I'm an experienced basketball mind. Like most things I say, they they basically take it. And they, you know, they they take it for for law for the most part, bro, because they know I played pro, they know I played in college, so that's a good thing I got going for me, though. That's one thing I'll say. All right, all right. Um, let's kind of speed up to twenty twenty two. So now you're doing the real estate thing. Yeah. What drove you to get into the world of real estate? Well, I got like. Uh, an older guy who used to coach me. He was like a mentor growing up. I used to go to the Boys and Girls Club back when I was in high school. And um, he used to be like a mentor there. He used to work there. But he ended up leaving that job to go into real estate. So he's been doing real estate for mad long. Apparently his mom was a realtor. And he's been in real estate and doing real estate for mad long. So he actually reached out to one of my friends to try to recruit him to help him out because he like my friend, he's like my older, my mentor. He does like he really like specializes in rentals. Like he sells houses too, but mm-hmm. he does a lot of rentals. So he was looking for help with that, and um, he had reached out to one of my friends, and my friends was like, "Oh, you know, he was gonna try. He was trying to do it. He's still trying to do it right now." But he also, when he reached out to my friend, he told my friend like, "Oh, if, if there's anyone else, you know, he likes. What about Tariq? And what about other guys?" Like, and then that's how I got the word. Like he's looking for assistance and he's saying you know mm. all you gotta do is just go ahead and get right past the test and there's a situation so this is like refresh off of the pandemic that was when i really started diving into it when we got with the pandemic so it was like right around right so when the pandemic hit that's when i was like you know what we just sit around doing nothing collecting stimulus checks and unemployment or whatever i was like i'm about to just start studying this real estate stuff because I was, like, still kind of half in between jobs. Like, it was weird. Like, I was just, like, kind of working part-time jobs, still doing my thing. So mm-hmm. I was trying to figure out the next thing while we was in the pandemic. And that's when I really started doing, you know, the real estate, studying it. And then I started taking the tests. And it took me, like, about a year and a half. But I passed the test. And then I, I'm, I'm under my mentor. And now he's basically showing me the ropes. And I'm basically specializing in rentals slowly working my way into you know houses and um i've been doing it for like two months now showing showing cribs setting people up with apartments and condos and commercial spaces bro all right so you gonna like close like some like deals yet or so or i actually have that really what your job is i i always i still need i still like i i still feel like i need to kind of like brush up on kind of like who does what because i know there's like you know, you have like the the brokers and then the real estate agents. So, like, are you the one who has to like 
obviously you say you like show like you know the places and stuff like that but you're the one who has to like close the show right like you close a deal or is that the broker's job yeah um like i said i've been in it for two months i haven't got my first close um i haven't closed on a deal yet but like i said i studied this shit for fucking a year um basically i am like if you're a realtor or a real estate agent you're either working for a buyer or a tenant, or you're gonna work for a brokerage, which means you're gonna be the listing agent. Um, you really are not gonna handle uh, paperwork like that. Like you're gonna give that over to whoever the property manager is, or whoever that. Because just because you are the real estate agent or they get a realtor in a situation, like the brokerage and the property owner, those people. They're going to handle all the paperwork. You're really just middleman. You're really like a middleman. You're really like a coach. Man. Gotcha. You're, like a, you're like an advisor. You're like a glorified advisor. So I'm going to take you to the house. You're going to tell me you want the house. And I'm going to let them know you want the house. But I don't necessarily need to be there when you're actually signing the papers for it. Like the broker. Right. You feel okay. me? Like right. in most cases. Um, Unless, because I could be... I could own a property and also represent the uh, property too if I'm an agent or I'm, I could also, it's like dual agency, I believe it's called, where you could also be like the person who owns the property, but you're also the agent for it. And it's like, you're going to be a part of the paperwork, even though you was the agent, you were still going to be a part of like the paperwork signing and all that stuff. Like, um, listing agreements and, um, purchase sale agreements. You don't have to, I don't have to, like, I'm not going to be a part of all that. That's between when you, the person who's buying the property or renting the, the apartment and the person who's actually selling the apartment or selling the, the house or property. That's between, they're going to do all the paperwork assignment. I'm just the person, the middleman, I'm just the middleman who facilitates everything. Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely a space that I want to be able to explore at, at some point, you know, like, um, Right now, I try to run myself. I'm, I'm a person who kind of like, I always try to dip my hand in everything, but then I realize that I, I try to start taking on too many things at one time. Yeah. And that's just the end of like all over the place. So that's why I'm like, I got to kind of just, let me just find like a lane or a lane or two that I can just kind of just stay in and not get like too crazy. Mm -hmm. You know, like, so, you know, obviously doing like the podcasting and, you know, trying to work e-commerce to kind of have the both of them you know, and just kind of working on both of those lanes right now. Uh, but I want to be able to be able to navigate in like the real estate lane. I want to be able to navigate a little bit more in like the the investing, like the, the stock and the crypto and stuff like that. I want to be able to kind of get a little bit more deeper into that. Like mm -hmm. I just have like basic knowledge, but not enough to really where I can like, if you sit there, if you ask me, I can really, really like explain it to you like multiple different ways, like e-com, you know, podcasting i can kind of kind of do that because i've been like studying enough but yeah it's definitely a space that i want to explore to real estate at some point because i feel like i feel like everybody should be like should own some type of real estate you know yeah house land whatever it is that everybody should own something no they should bro like a lot of people like they rent right now like there are a lot of people are renting apartments and stuff like that when it's like they literally couldn't own they could be paying towards ownership 
Um, all you got to do is just have some decent credit and have a couple, you know, probably like 10, 15 bands or so. It's not easy, but at the same time, like, there's people out here 40, 50 years old, including my family members. Like, I've been telling them all the time. It's like, you can really get some money together and build up, your, if you just build up your credit and get some money together, you can literally find a house somewhere and actually have something that you own, bro, eventually, that's down the line. And it's like... Right. People, even with people who buy condos, it's like they're still paying a mortgage and they're going to probably end up selling the condo in profit because they're going to end up selling it for more what they paid it off for. Like, But mm-hmm. if you rent, you really don't give yourself an opportunity to... Well, you do give yourself an opportunity because you have a place to stay, but financially, like, you, the the property is going to just, like... It's low-key going to go down and... Um, just devalue it devalues, but it goes up in how much it costs, though. Like, because oh. you know, like every year, like, you know, actually, I lied because you know what they do? They just fix up stuff. They'll just fix up the floors. Mm-hmm. They'll repaint it, and then they'll just say it costs like a thousand dollars more every year. Yeah. <laughs> Refurnishing everything. Yeah. So, renting, renting is tough, bro. Especially for like a long time. It's like people should definitely start getting into buying a crib, paying a mortgage, bro, building up that 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 value bro and that's what i just learned i learned all about that so i'm about to start tapping in that's another thing i have coming up like once i tap in and learn more about selling houses and like i'm eventually gonna buy my first house i'm gonna be like a landlord i'm gonna start investing in properties and i'm gonna eventually do all those things bro i plan on doing that like by the end of this year you feel me like and that's just like something totally separate from basketball and the music and even just my regular job working at the school and coaching it's just it's just mad stuff bro all right bro nah i'm not uh, blessings to you in this on this journey of real estate brother no nah, i appreciate it bro all right um so let's briefly talk about the thanks for records so uh i've no let's see i've known Let's see what I can't remember the I think what was the first time I what was the first time that you kind of like got into music like when 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 was it that you decided oh yeah I need to create a label here and like I want to like rap is going to become something I'm really pursuing here like what when does that go up in your brain um like I always like messed around like and made songs like I did music here and there like usually always when I wasn't playing basketball for some reason I don't know like I did music a little bit going in high school and then, like, even when I was in college, like, I was getting crazy when we was at Salem. Like, <laughs> like, I, I, I was dropping some decent tracks when I was at Salem. I mean, I was linking, I was linking up with like producers that was like at the school and videographers, and I just had mad resources, so I was able to do way more. I was just pulling up people's dorms, and we was making stuff. Um, I had a roommate who was in doing graphic design, so I was able to do way more. Um, in college. Well, actually, I lied because after college, I got crazy too. But you're, to answer your question, I feel like that's when I started to hear you a lot more. No, yeah, I was actually getting crazy after college. But like I like I heard like a little like I, a, just a, like a little bit in college, yeah. but like, kind of like post college. Yeah. That's when I kind of no, I definitely, to, like, I definitely got, I definitely been getting crazy. More, see more projects. But in terms of like when I was like, yo, I gotta start thing for records. I don't know. Like I feel like I always was like. When I was in college playing ball, and then after the season, I'll be tapping into the music stuff. I always would tell them, I always peep, I would always watch interviews, and everybody would be like, Yeah, you got to own your masters. And 
you don't want to sign to a label, you want to be independent. So like, and then everybody it was like that era, and I like really used to like, you know what it was? I really used to um, I was really big into Nipsey Hustle, bro. Right. So I was like a huge Nipsey Hustle follower, bro. So I was into that whole marathon, um, like that that long game approach. Like I was into that, but like, like I was, I would never like I didn't I didn't really want, ever want to get signed. I was thought I was in my mind. I was like, nah, yeah, I'm a, but I don't know. Like, I don't know if that was the right approach. I like what I did, but that's why I was like, yeah, like so right after college, I was, first thing I did is I started I started up Think for Records, bro. Like, and I was like, yeah, but like, I didn't really have nobody with me. It was really just me for a grip for like a year or two. But I had the vision though, where it was like, I'm gonna have an artist. That's, yeah. that's all it is, like. <laughs> but I, but that's really what it was like. I was just like, I wanted to, I feel like in my mind, I owned everything I did. So like, just in case something did blow up, like I wouldn't have to worry about who owned it or I didn't, you know what I mean? It's like, I know it's my shit. We all value, we all value the independence. Yeah. It's like, it's my shit. And I feel like, I feel like it was lit though. I feel like that was the right thing. It was just like, it made, I just, it's just harder. It's just harder to like get on. It's hard. Oh, yeah, yeah. I definitely know. Like, I mean, I, I'm i not like in the music business, but like I, I've heard from like multiple people like, yeah, going independent. It's like, yes, you, you yeah. own everything. But yeah, like the grind becomes yeah. a lot. It was really hard. Like, Ten times harder yeah. than if you just had like a rebel who's there yeah. to like, push you. Assuming that they are pushing you. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, over the years, it's been growing and shit. Like, but, you know, I'll let you go into your next question. But that was to answer your first one. All right. Um, so I have a segment on my podcast. It's called Gain. It's called, I broke it down into, it's, the acronym for it is Gems About Me. And so I either ask a question or a statement and you just answer it to the best of your ability. None of your answers will be judged. Oh, you know, it's, however it's you want to answer it. I'm going to get this side. Good? Yeah, that's good. All right. So, my name is and I am. <laughs> Wait, what am I supposed to say? So, you just you just either just answer the statement, just answer the statement to the best of your ability. My name is Tariq. Statement or question to the best of your ability. My name is Tariq and I am black. <laughs> First thing I do when I wake up is. Uh, brush my teeth. Early bird or night owl? I'm definitely an early bird. To cope with stress, I... Roll up. <laughs> Basketball or music? Basketball. Future collaboration oh, I'm you'd say. like to have? Mm. I need, um, I might need Ice Spice. <laughs> yeah. Hey. <laughs> All right. Hey. Um, one more. Just, I'm manifesting for 2023. I need 25 bins. At least. For the year? Um, oh, nah. Um, 
like saved up. Like I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna touch probably like seventy, maybe or eighty. But I'm talking about to actually saved up. Oh, okay. All like right. by this okay. time, twenty 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 three. I need, I need like twenty bands saved. At um, least. Word. All right, bro. And, and the seven, um, seven hundred so, credit score. Oh, heard you. Yeah, of course. I need that. If you gotta get that high credit score, um, so bars only battle league main. What's up with that? I mean, that shit is lit, bro. <laughs> like that. Believe you. Like that shit. <laughs> I know not, not 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 many may know that you know. Yes, now clear, clearly it, it's clear that we're both really into like battle yeah. rap. So like, not many are gonna know like you know the setup that you have like the small room and stuff. But um, what kind of provoked you to start your own battle league? Um, that's a good question, bro. <laughs> that shit's because like that's because this is the first time that I've like known any outside of you. I don't know anybody else other than like. You know, guys I went to high school with, mm-hmm. I don't think I've met anybody else who's literally into battle rap other than you. Yeah. If I take away everybody from high school, it's literally only you that I know is probably just into battle rap as much as me. Well, yeah, well, and that's certain that well, I've been a battle rap head. I've been on battle rap. Like I used to watch um um I was watching like Reed Dollars back in the day. I was watching Enes. I used to always like watching Enes when he was doing making a band and he battled Jay Mills. I watched Murder Mook all like Murder Mook was my favorite. I watched him versus Loaded Lux. Like guys. Yeah, I watched all I used to watch um I used to watch all that, bro. Um like I always I low key wanted to be a battle rapper for a little for I actually battled rapped a couple times. Like I had a couple battles. And low key, this is what it is. I remember now. Low-key, back in the day, I was basically, like, I had one of my friends was, like, a rapper, bro. And I used to, like, basically be his hype man manager. And um, we set up a battle with him and somebody else from across the neighborhood. And we set up a battle. I set up a battle before. Like, we set up a battle and we had it. It's on camera on my Facebook. It's um, Blurple versus versus Amari. Like, there's a video of me, um, like, 15 years ago, already staging battles, bro. And cousin Stiz is there and shit. Mad people from back in the day in the neighborhood was there. It was in the closet. It was in a small ass. It was like a small room battle. Niggas had a, <laughs> niggas had a whole battle. Like back in 2000 and I don't even know, probably like 2005, bro. So like, wow. I used to watch, I used to watch all the old battles too. Like I forget what that, what that thing was called, what that website was. Um, Jump Off, I think. But yeah, bro. I've been like super into battle rap, bro. But I don't know, like, I don't know. I just, I don't know how even I even started that shit, bro. It just, Cause it that just... kind of just came out of like, for, for me, like when I seen it, I was like, like I knew, like I said, I knew we were both into battle rap. So, but like to start, start your own league, I was like, okay, this man. There was this dude, there was, in here, like, yeah, there was this dude in Lynn who had his own little battle league going, like the I Grind Battle League. Um, mm-hmm. And I went to one of his events one time in Lynn. And it was lit. I fucked with it. It was the first battle rap I've been to. And plus, oh, I went to a battle one time. I went to a battle rap. I mean, I went to a rap battle one time, like, a long time ago in, like, 09, downtown. And Chilla Jones showed up. 
Yeah, I watched Chilla Jones battle. Mm, I watched Chilla. Yeah, he came out and battled this fat dude named Business, and like, it's on my Facebook too. I was there, and I was like, it was lit though. It was I didn't even really Chilla Jones wasn't even Chilla Jones at the time, bro. So I didn't even realize. I just watched like a legend because he he went on right. to go into Smack Proving Grounds and work his way up right. into being one of the top. But I met, but that's what I'm saying. He's from, he's from right here. One of the best pens. Yeah, no, I, so, think, I, don't know. I, I, think, I had no idea who he was until like, oh my gosh, probably like 2013 is when I first heard his name. Yeah, he, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I've I been knew who he was because I was, I was rapping a little bit and I knew dudes who rapped. He was supposed to rap. He was supposed to battle one of my friends, I believe, bro. It was crazy, bro. Like I said, it was just a lot, bro. So, like, I don't know. Like, I really don't, because it's, it's crazy for me to start a whole battle league. I don't know, bro. I started a whole, <laughs> I started a whole battle league. I did an event, like I said, I did that shit, bro, during COVID, and um, I don't know, bro. I, I, you know, I knew a couple dudes who battle rap, like I know a couple dudes right now who's doing their thing. So, and I feel like I honestly was like, yo, Boston has a pretty good battle rap scene, bro. I was like, I should tap into the battle rap scene. They really fuck with me, bro. Like, it was just crazy. I don't know, but I had, yeah, I, I had no idea Boston got, got battle rappers in it, like. I don't know, but the battle rap, the battle rap scene is, is alright, especially in Boston, and they fuck with me, bro. So I don't know. It just worked out, and like I said, it, I did the small room shit. I'm trying to do like a bigger event, but I know battle rappers, bro. Like I told you, I'm cool with daylight. Like I know Chilla Jones. Like I was able to get Chilla Jones to host my shit because he remembers me. Oh from- yeah, yeah, right. That was was that the the. Was that the second event, right? I think the second. I think that was the second event. Yeah, I don't know if it was the first one. He might have been. I forget. One of those. I was actually. I think I was actually one. What I think it was whatever one that you held in like twenty twenty of like August or something like that or like something like that. But mm-hmm. I was actually anticipating on actually going to that, but something had came up. But I really kind of wanted to go because I was like, I had never um, been to a battle rap event. Yeah, you know, like I've I've known like uh like King of the Dot, like they've been here a couple times mm-hmm. when they're doing like the massacre, um, and I'm heated that I literally missed all three of them. Like I should have been at least to one of those. Right. I know the last one I could have probably got to was when um, I think it was like, I think it was like Calico and like Pat Stay or something like that or Big K or whoever it was, and it was like it was like conceded and Chilla Jones on the card mm-hmm. and. I was like, that was going to be one I want to go to. And then like the, the massacre three or something like that, or two where it was like hollow and like patch day. I was like, yo, I'm heated that I'm missing these, man. Right. So I was like, I'm, that's like literally like a lifelong goal of mine to attend. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think, and I think that was another reason why I did it too. I just wanted to be a part of some battle rap, bro. Like I was like thinking about because what thing for records I was always thinking about what type of events I would do and I always would say like do a concert and shit but I don't know I was like bro I want to do a, I want to put together a battle rap event bro so bad I don't know bro it came out I don't know bro but I did it I started up the league and it came together like I lo- I'm low key connected as fuck in the battle rap world bro for a person who doesn't battle rap like I got like I didn't spoke to Math Hoffa Forty Bars Dot. 40, 40. Yeah, 40 from the neighborhood too, right? She, I think 40 probably. Bro, yeah, I think 40 I'm really, too. like, I'm really plugged into the battle rap world. Like, you're really looking at somebody who was really, like, I'm not far from Smack, bro. Like, I know, like, I, I'm really tapped into battle rap. Like, I really, 
And I be I barely even left Boston and I'm tapped in. Like they really they really just responding to like DMs and it's crazy, bro. Like like I'm cool with like I'm friends with mad bad rappers on Facebook and they really just be responding to me. That's it. Like Steams, freaking Mm. bro, like like I could really put together a crazy event. And then I know people who be like around them, like there's this chick named Roshana. Like shout out to her. Like she be like at all the she's like turning into like a little like battle rap personality person who be like and she's like she be with like K Shine or she be with like all them dudes like she be like in the loop bro she's like like that like I'm in the loop low key that battle rap shit bro lit lit alright well I mean hey if there's enough if, yeah. if this league is you know revived in 2023 you know shoot I'm trying to. No, nah, honestly, at one of these events, bro. Yeah, like that's a, that's another thing. So, I'm trying to figure out when I want to do the next event, bro. I gotta figure it out. Um, I'm trying to set it up. I'm trying to I'm trying to really do that do that right. So that's another thing. Like what I want. So my plan, just so you know, I'll let you know. I want to try to at least do one event a year. I want to try at least do one like big event a year. I want to get like I want to get a good car going. Like, and I'm trying to get some big, I'm trying to get some names. I'm trying to get some bread so I can actually get some good names. And then I'll get, cause I got like, I got to have like a, mar- like a, like, like a summer madness type card. <laughs> yeah. I got to do like one event a year where it's like fours. Like, and I want to put people, I want it to be an opportunity for people in the, around the way. Um, cause I low key got battlers cause the, all from the events I did, I put, I put out some people who, who never even had a battle really like. People who want to battle, bro. So I mean, I'm, I'm putting them up against people against, you know, I'm probably paying some people to go up against some newcomers, bro. And it's like a good opportunity for like somebody from Boston to get to get their, excuse me, to get their, you know, their talent shown, bro. Like there's a couple battles I put out there that was really tough, and that's my whole thing. I want people from around the way to get dubs. So I'll be, I'll get like, excuse me, like I'll go get like prep, or I'll go get. Well, I don't think chess is a force, but like you feel me? I'll get dot. I like I I want to get like I want to set up good battles. I mean, bro. Hey, hey, y'all go go get the young boy, go get the young boy, man. And that's chess, a, man, you and know, there's some dudes, there's some dudes in Boston. <laughs> I'm gonna get some niggas from Boston, and I'm I'm trying to be like um I think was I think we go hard. That's the name of them. I think we go hard. Who who whoever that dude Brooklyn? What's his dude's name? Brooklyn something. Oh my God! There's like this. Uh, oh, you gonna make me look it up? I'm gonna look up. We go hard. Brooklyn Carter. That's what's his name. Is that his name? Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. That's his name, Brooklyn Carter. I think so. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah, Brooklyn Carter. Like I fuck with like I fuck with him. Like I like how they brought him up. Like he came up in that We Go Hard league, and he seemed like he's straight from the like hood. So it's like that's the essence of battle rap to me. Cause you've been watching it like I've been watching it. It's like you know. So I wanna, I wanna like put on for some Boston niggas, and I also wanna put, I wanna show love to the actual culture too, and just you know, I'll pay niggas to come out and do what they gotta do, put on the show, cause I wanna see this shit. Like I wanna see right. freaking shotgun shug. I wanna see surf. I wanna set and I'll set it up, and I can, I can, I can actually set this up because I'm tapped in with Chilla Jones. I'm tapped in with Daylight. Like I'm not too far from Forty Bars. I'm not too far from you. Feel me, like Math Hoffa. Like, 
I'm not far. Like, I can really get close to them. And they're not, like, they're not that far. So that's why I really was like, you know what? I'm going to put on for this battle rap shit. And niggas fuck with it, bro. Like, Boston got a, that's good. So it's really, I, I got to do more with it, bro. I definitely need to do more with it. But I definitely, I definitely got pulled, though. I definitely got pulled. Because I got more pull in the battle rap world than I do in the music game. Heard you, heard you. So, with everything that you do, kind of like prioritize like what's like, like what's like what's what's like the top ranking from like most like important to kind of like obviously everything to you is like very important, but like what what do you put as like that like the top most important thing that you want to execute for twenty twenty three? All right, well, let me like, just say projects there with like. With like music, basketball, well, the battle league, podcast, real estate, like what's kind of like I would say like top two for sure. Alright. I'm gonna answer that, but let me just say, for the most part, I just bought everything together and just put it as like my overall like income or like my overall salary or like, you know? That's usually how I look at it. Um, but to answer your question, like if I had to pick my top two most important like occupations or whatever. Um, right now, definitely real estate. I would say real estate and basketball. Hmm. Okay. Those are the two most important things for me. Like in terms of like what I spend my time doing. Cause my ultimate goal is to just really play basketball and just make money doing real estate. That's my ultimate goal right now. But I still want to keep, you know, doing the things, other things that I do, like think for records and the battle league and even working in coaching and working with these kids. But overall, I'm just trying to really get to the point where I can just play basketball and just either and just make money doing real estate and everything else can come second, third, fourth or whatever. Word. So what have you learned about like even like, you know, taking on like this real estate journey, um, but also speaking through like basketball and music, um, kind of just the whole journey as an entrepreneur, what have you learned about yourself and what are you still learning and working on like at this moment? My focus here again. So with like everything that you do from like the basketball to the real estate now, really being in the real estate game now to like the music and stuff like that, what have you learned about yourself, you know, as you've kind of like navigated through this stuff? Mm-hmm. And then like, what are you still like improving on? Like, what are you still learning about yourself as you continue on this journey? Um. Well, I'll say like a good thing I'm learning about myself is like, I'm really like a super hustler, bro. Like I really go mad hard. Like I'm very determined, bro. Like when I want to get stuff done, I really, I'm able to really go get it done. I make it happen. Um, mm-hmm. the thing is that, you know, I'm also learning what comes with that. So, and how I have to still be aware of everything that comes with that. So like how I treat people, cause I get in the zone and sometimes, you know, I have less patience with people and, uh, you know, I, sometimes I, I just like, I just like get like tunnel vision, bro. Like, I, like sometimes I get so focused, bro. I'll be like in a dark place down there. <laughs> like, you feel me? So, right. It's like I have to I have to learn how to still keep a level head when I'm doing that because sometimes I can lose sight of other things because I have so much tunnel vision. 
So I'm learning like how to still be aware of like the little things that little important things. Cause sometimes I'll just be locked in on what I want to do and I won't even be focused and worried about nothing else that may happen or, you know, so right. it's teaching me a lot, but at the same time, like I said, it's still good. Cause I'm learning that I'm able to do all these things. I'm able to accomplish this much in this time. I'm like, damn, I can do this shit in three months. Like I got my credit up in like six months or five months. I'm like, damn, I'm learning that I can do these things and I put my mind to it. Like, I passed that real estate exam and now I'm doing real estate. Like, it's like, yo, what's next? I'm thinking about going back to school, get my master's. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's next? Oh, well, I think I was. So it's like, that's cool that I feel like, you know, I'm having this confidence that I can just achieve certain stuff. But it's like, that happens over time and over time things change and I have to still be aware of the things around me that are changing. So, what, what, de- what gems do you give to those? Like, I know you obviously coach your boys and stuff like that, but like for like the audience and stuff like that, like what gems do you give to those who are aspiring to get into the real estate or are aspiring to become, you know, head of a record label or even try to get, you know, like overseas and play hoop? Like, what, what gems do you give to those people? Um. I'm going to say, like, focus on building up your credit um, so you can get the most out of everything, bro. Uh, Because you can do whatever you want, but, like, if you can't get a business loan, if you want to get into real estate, but you're not ever going to be able to get an apartment or buy a house, it's like you're not going to be able to get the most out of that shit. So the best, the most, like, you know what I mean? It's good to get into all those things. If you want to get into basketball, coaching, playing pro, if you want to get into real estate, if you want to get into music, if you want to get into having your own business, doing all that, that's cool. But my advice to everybody is work on your credit, bro. So that way, once you actually get to those places, you can take the next step because the next step is usually going to involve a credit screening at some point. And you don't want to be doing all that. And then you've got your credit is, is hurt and you can't, it's keeping you from doing taking yourself to the next level. So I'll say work on your credit, bro. Get your credit up. That's like really like the most important thing. Um, If you wanted to do real estate, you got to pass that test. You got to get ready to study your ass off to pass that test. That test is not easy. I would say people can definitely get into real estate, but if they want to be an agent and become a broker, they got to start studying to pass that test. And hey, it's not easy, but I did it. A lot of people... A lot of other people have done it, so it's possible. But um, if they want to get into uh, what music, especially if they come out of Boston, it's hey man, it's just gonna be a grind, bro. All I can say is focus on. Either you're gonna be focused on making hits, or you're really gonna just be making some real good art from the heart. <laughs> it's like it's just gonna be tough. Just make sure you got a good producer. Make sure you got your, your business on, on point. And it's not always, you know, sometimes it's not always about being independent. It's sometimes it's good to get a record deal and try to get signed, bro. Right. So, you know, just keep your mind open to everything. If you have a business, you don't always have to do it on your own. Sometimes you want to get your, as I said, sometimes you need to get that business loan. And you got to have credit to do that. So, no matter what, bro, I would just say get your credit right. Get your credit into the 700s. It says six seven hundred at least. Do and do all those things because it's gonna be easy for you. Well, you got it there. You heard it here, folks. All right. Um, just one last gem for the athletes. I know you kind of spoke on like the real estate and, um, you know, like the music side, but 
you know, us being both athletes, you know, and you obviously pursuing the overseas, you know, something that I currently still sometimes struggle with is, you know, the confidence in my game, you know, when I'm hooping sometimes. I've been playing in the league for the last few months. So, you know, my confidence sometimes would be up there and then other days it'd just be, you know, down here. So like something you would, what's that, just like something like advice you would give to like myself um, or even something that you tell like your, your varsity and JV kids, you know, or just anybody who's just like, you know, really just getting in their head when it comes to like, you know, just playing the game, being in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like I just turned into like a, it's you and them. I be like, you know, like it's a war, bro. Like it's not just basketball. <laughs> like that's another that's another reason why I said like my approach is different. Like it's not just basketball. Like it's a fight, bro. Like it's like the streets. Like you know what I'm saying? It's like, bro. Who's guarding? Like, like, look at the man who's guarding you and, you know, have pride. <laughs> like, that's what it's about, bro. It's about, like, you know what I mean? Like, being aggressive. Like, those things, right. those that's basketball, but that applies to real life, too. Like, go get it. Like, get a stop. Like, who, like, you feel me? Like, it starts on defense. Like, you feel me? Like, if you got to practice more, you got to practice more. But you got to be real with yourself. What can you do? Like, you know, I'll be like, what do you want to do out there? Like, you know what I'm saying? If you can shoot, shoot that bitch. If you fast and you can go by him, go by him. Like, you got to obviously make the men finish the shot. But like I said, be aggressive, bro. Like, don't let nobody score on you, bro. Like, it's just that simple. And it's like, treat treat it more like a fight if that's what someone needs to do. If you feel like you're being passive, that's what I would tell someone. It's like, bro, it's going to be either you or them, bro. I'm like, you think he's gonna, you gonna let him do that to you? You know what I'm saying? You gonna like, you know what I mean? Right, what do you, right. So it's like you gotta, you gotta tap in. <laughs> That's it. It's either you gonna tap in. Nah, I got a gym for you, bro. It's just tap in. Don't believe me, like listen, I, I just, you know, I just like to ask, like you know, like other like fellow athletes of mine, especially you know that ones that I know, like you know, very like highly skilled and stuff like that. You know, just because you know, like I said, sometimes I, I'm getting in my head, but you know, I don't want to just make this about me. It's just for like anybody out there like any athlete who just like struggles with just like confidence and just be like they're always like getting in their own way and i know i definitely do that sometimes where i'm getting in my own way and i'm like trying to do more than i know what i can do no nah, yeah i understand do, what i do best like what do you sometimes do? i try to do a little bit more because i feel like sometimes it's just like like what like, what, like, like what's your game I, somebody needs to be the savior here like what's your game like what's your game? My game, I am great at transition, getting transition buckets. Right, and I so great. You... I play the greatest defense, and I'm the best when I don't have to facilitate the offense. Like if you just let me move around the court, or you get that board, and we run in transition, I can give you those fast break points. And you, so you need you need to be able to put. So you can get stops. Yes, I can... need somebody who can facilitate. And that's what I would tell you to do. Go play with somebody who can facilitate. Because if you play with a team, you could play. You got you play with five, four of the guys. It's lit. Everybody's lit. But the point guard is the head case. It's gonna be hard for you to get going. You gonna get your stops. You get your transition buckets. But it's gonna be hard for you to get your offensive half court set buckets because this person's not right. gonna be looking for you. So you just gotta know that. And if that's gonna be the case, then you gotta just get ready to go get rebounds. Or you gotta be vocal and tell them and call for the ball. Or you can set ball screens and call and, and try to get open off that. It's just, 
that's just like natural basketball, like IQ stuff, like one on one basic stuff. But mm-hmm. you got that's all. That's what you have to do. Or you can just play. Don't play with someone unless you know they pass the ball. People 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 pass up on basketball games all the time, bro, because they don't want to play with somebody. So that's another thing too. But or you can work on your handles. You could work on you getting better and being able to bring the ball down sometimes. So that way you don't got to worry about somebody else getting your ball. Oh, yeah, yeah, most definitely. That's definitely something I, like, you know, I try to take some time to, like, learn for myself. It's just been, like... Because it sounds like you're, you're already aggressive. You sound like you're already yeah, aggressive. Yeah, right, player. right. And I, like, I've, I've been told, like, I have literally, like, my first step is literally crazy. Like, I have the first step on almost damn near anybody. Right. But the fact that I can't, you know, I just don't have, like, the best ball control is just like sometimes it's just that ball I fumble it or I just I don't know how to properly protect it but it's just like yo if you really just, if I just I've always been told just yo tighten up your handles bro like you would literally I don't really don't believe anybody is staying in front of me because you're like your first step is literally so super deadly but you just don't have like the ball control like, yeah you gotta work on that my, bro my, 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 my IQ is decent like it's it ain't poor like I I can read the floor, but I definitely prefer not to have to be the guy who has to, you know, facilitate everything. Right. You need a you know, guard. Like, you that's need never a, really right. been my game. Like, I'm used to somebody like, okay, you go there yeah. and I'm ready to do whatever you need me to do. Right. Yeah, you got to. I mean, I, obviously, I want to be like a leader too for the team, but like, you know, but like, nah, it's just like I said. It's hard to be a point guard, like, bro. I'm just like, yeah, you know, like, so I'm just like, I prefer if I can just have somebody else who can do that like i don't mind like if it, obviously if it comes to like you know somebody getting like double teamed you know then i'll be there to right. you know to you know be there to get get the ball too but like you know it's just really just me trying to learn to really like just stick to what i do best and not trying to do everything because i ain't i'm not the best shooter right but i guarantee you give me that just let me catch let me catch them one-on-one and man oh yeah no i'll get my left hand layup i'll get my right hand layup right but, you know, asking me to move people around and trying to just talk to everybody. <laughs> yeah. and it just, that's just not really my game. But I'd be feeling like I'd be having to do that sometimes because I'm like, I don't have that somebody here. And sometimes it'd be and like that. I've been playing it. So, so and then like, see that, you know, I'm trying to be like the closer too, you know, like the last few games I played in, I was like, damn, like, we don't have a closer. And I'd, and I'd be feeling like I need to be that guy. And I'm like, and that's why Isn't it, it doesn't help. And that's why and that's why what I would say is bro, it's just tap in or tap out, bro. That's my motto for the year, man. It's just tap in or tap out. Like either you're gonna turn into a point guard or you're gonna learn how to be a point guard, or you're gonna have to just like I said, understand you probably are off guard and you need to be with somebody who's a point guard to get the most out of your game. And that's why I'm like, it's up to you, bro, because you might have to start working on your handles and start watching point guards and just start tapping into a whole other level of the game, a whole other side of the game. So that way, that way, you don't got to keep having that problem no more. Because either you got to play with someone who's going to be a point guard or you're going to end up be getting better and becoming a point guard yourself. Right. That's why I said you got to either tap in or tap out, bro. I'm like, you can tap in right now and just watch Mad Jason Kidd. Go work on your ha- <laughs> go work on your handles. Go work on point guard drills and keep embracing the challenge of being a point guard until so you actually can dribble and you can see and you can tell people where to go and you can pass and you can go ahead and get your shot and off of being a point guard. You gotta go watch some Rondo. You gotta go watch Chris Paul. Yeah, no, nah, that's not. It's definitely those are definitely like ones that I like, like I like highly. Yeah, like it's not easy to be a point guard, but if that's something a situation you keep getting put in, 
then maybe you got to start really working on your handles and working on keeping your head up and working on your counters and working on your pick and roll and working on your, you know, and then now you got, now you can be a point guard and you don't got to worry about that no more. But if you was just like, fuck it, I just, I just want to just stick to just being an off guard. That's cool. But it's like, I would just recommend if that's how you're going to do it. Just make sure you find somebody who's a point guard and you make him your best friend and y'all see y'all do just who you play with. And that's the best thing I could say. But other than that, you might have to embrace that challenge of having to get your handles up and being a point guard. Oh, believe me, like this is get on like, your Trey Young I shit. Just, get, <laughs> yeah, better, yeah, no, gotta, most definitely. You gotta like, go watch ever, some ever stuff. Since, like it's, it's, it's been since like May, and honestly, my it's it's like I said, it's my confidence has gotten better. It's just like I said, there's just like there's like some games where it's just like shit's just not flowing. Like I'm just like yo, I'm just really like I feel like I'm doing more. Maybe I'm I'm just not feeling like myself because like shit I'm I just I just missed this little freaking bunny layup or something like that or my shots is just like a little short so I'm not I'm not getting um, you know enough legs under me so sometimes just be I be getting in my head sometimes I mean do you practice when I can yeah I try to dedicate you know at least that helps a lot times a week that helps a lot too like earlier in the year I was definitely like my game days were on like Thursday I would either go like earlier in the day and just, you know, get some shots up, you know, just try to see if anybody's there and try to get, you know, maybe some like one-on-ones in, you know, mm-hmm. try some shit and then, you know, game later and try to execute the same stuff that I, you know, all those reps that I got in when I was, you know, playing game earlier. So Yeah, man, all that, uh, all that stuff matters. If you practice, practice makes perfect, bro. Mm. Proper preparation prevents poor performance, man. Yes, 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 of course. Five P's. That's it. That's all. It never, no matter what, bro, you can always just resort back to that, bro. So if you got to work on your handles, if you're missing layups, that means you should have worked. You should have got some layups up. If, you, if you're losing your, your dribbles, that means you should have worked on your handles. That's, that's, that's it. If you're missing shots, that means you should have got some shots. should have shot 100 shots. You should have shot. I'm going to be better. I'm going to be better. I got in. I got in. I started a new season. The like mid to like end January, so like I'll be, I'll be making sure that I'm prepared for it. Yeah. In the gym as much as I can. Work on your handles. You know, already know. You yeah. Get you. That's what I'm saying. We should we should start training, bro. That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to get ready for my shit too. I got some leagues and I'm supposed to be trying out for some pro shit. That's why I said I need to get in the gym, bro. I'm over here. I'm trying to get right. I told you I've been free. I'm on vacation. You know, we're gonna come out, so we're gonna get outside for sure. Um, all right, well, that went off. That actually was a little bit like off tangent, a little bit like, <laughs> but um, uh, just drop like your socials real quick so that everybody can, you know, find you, tap in with you, you know, you know, to keep up with what you got going on for the next year. Um, shit. Instagram is at Tariq.tate, T A R I Q dot T A T E. I think it's my I think my my TikTok is the same thing at Tariq Date. Um shit. And I got me and got me on Facebook is the same thing. It's just my <laughs> <laughs> It's just Tariq Tate, bro. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm still Rico Suave, you know. I just uh for professional reasons right now, I'm just going based up going by my gov. Um you know, they can follow the record label Think for Records at Think for Records. They can follow the 
the Battle League, the BOBO at Bars Only Battle League, Bars with a Z. Um, yeah, man, I think that's 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 the main thing right now, man. All my music is on is online, Apple Music, all the streamings, YouTube Music, Title, Rico Suave, R I Q O Dollar Sign U A V. And that's it, bro. We just that's how we coming, bro. Lit, lit, lit. All right, family. That wraps up another episode of the Millennial Gems Podcast. Stay blessed. Stay gemmed up.